Welcome back to the very first episode of the Nihilist Cobra podcast. I say welcome back because some of you might have heard the uh, pilot that I shot, and this is officially the very first episode. So, without further ado, I uh, want to get the business out of the way. If you haven't already, like, comment, and subscribe uh, to the YouTube channel. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere that you get your podcast from, you'll find me there. Um, I want to do a little recap on uh, my week, I guess, because, you know, it's nice. I don't really talk to anybody about like how my whole week actually went, or at least from the last time I shot this up last episode. Um Speaking of that, uh, I'm actually pretty excited about how like the very the pilot went. So I hope that that same momentum keeps going. And I want to thank all of you guys that actually watched it, listened to it, uh, new people subscribed, and you know everything. Just it's a huge relief that it wasn't like a huge fucking uh, bomb. Um. Right, so aside from how the podcast went and every, the pilot went and everything, the week has been somewhat hectic, but pretty good. Um, started running again. I hadn't actually had a good run in quite a few months. So uh, without any fucking preparation, I just decided to go running 3.3 or 3.5 miles, give or take, the other day. And I'm not going to lie, I feel pretty... Pretty fucking good. So, if you're thinking about running, go ahead and fucking do it. Just run. Don't time yourself. Don't try to run a mile in like a certain amount of minutes. Whatever. Just, just run. Like before it's fucking gump. Just run. Just if you like running, just run, and it'll help you clear out your mind. Well, it helped me clear out my mind. Um, it's I don't know. It's just great. It just felt fucking fantastic. I didn't even feel the heat up for like the second mile. I, I just I don't even fucking feel my legs anymore. I just I just felt like running, <laughs> but um, let's get on to the meat of the show. So like I said last time, uh, I'm going to try to pick a topic to talk about and try to stay on par with it, and of course, like things are going to come from it, hopefully. Uh, but anyway, this week, I want to talk about <sighs> childhood. It's a, it's a very crucial, critical thing. And, like, as I'm getting older, I look at all the young kids now, like, literally, little kids, like, literally, literal kids, like, under, like, 11 and under, see how they react, how they fucking act, like, things they do and stuff like that. And it just puts into perspective how, like, I didn't, I'm not even that old, you know? Like, I didn't, I grew up right before the internet fully took over. Like my childhood, uh, it was right before the internet took over. I was in fucking like middle school, I think, when the first iPhone came out. Like that's fucking wild, you know? Like, and then kids these days, like as soon as they're born, they're pretty much given a fucking iPad or a fucking smartphone. I didn't have my first smartphone until like, 
2009, 2010, give or take. And it was, it was, uh, what was it? I think it was like a My Touch. Uh, and it was the GTC. Uh, I don't know if they're still around. Or I don't know if that is still correct. GTC, My Touch. But I, I definitely remember it was like an Android phone. My Touch, HTC. Yeah, it was an HTC My Touch, and that shit, I was amazed. It was like the first touchscreen phone I got, and I was like 14, 15 when I first got it. And before that, I just had like a regular fucking, I had a Blackberry. No, yeah, 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 I was 15 when I got my first like um, touchscreen like smartphone thing. I was so fucking amazed. Um... But yeah, like now nowadays, like kids don't like they kind of take that kind of stuff for granted. You know, they're just they're so desensitized by everything that everything is just given to them. And I mean, sure, like every parent has the right to be like, oh, I'm gonna give my kids the best that I can. Of course, everybody would want that. Anybody who has kids would actually obviously want that. Just like my parents wanted that for me when I was growing up. But I remember probably like. 10 years ago like I would go outside like around Christmas time and like I want to see kids really playing with toys anymore like when I grew up the apartments I grew up in I remember I had like a group of friends like no matter like what time of the year it was like I was always outside like I grew up outside and it was me and my cousins and my friend Pedro uh shout out Pedro if you're fucking watching uh we're listening but uh, yeah, it was always them and me, and we were we would <laughs> we would get into all kinds of shit. Like it was like the most it was like our formative years, more or less. And I'm I'm glad I grew up that way. Like I didn't grow up with like um, what's some fucking call it the video games. I didn't grow up with video games. I didn't. I mean, I play video games, of course, but. It never really, like, grabbed my attention. Like, if I had the chance to go outside, I fucking went outside. I didn't spend, like, a lot of time, like, indoors. And I still don't. I don't really like being indoors. Like, I feel I feel weird. I feel trapped. And I've always felt that. And, yeah, like, we would fucking roll around in the mud, get into fights with, fight with the other kids. We would fight each other. And, like, it never, like, broke our friendship, you know? Like, I mean, two of them were my fucking cousins, but... I mean, but yeah, I mean, you can fall out, you know, with family and stuff, but it never happened. Like, we used to fight each other, beat the fuck out of each other. Same thing with my friend Pedro, like I said, and fuck. Like, I just saw them probably, like, less than a month ago, and, like, it's, like, nothing happened. Like, prior to that, the last time all four of us hung out, man, I can't even, I can't even think about it. I can't even think back to it. Because, you know, like, when you grow up, we all went to high school. We all went to different high schools and we chose different paths and whatever. And we just kind of lost touch with each other. And, but now as adults, you know, like we're able to sit down, have a beer, have a drink, uh, and talk and reminisce, catch up, see what the fuck everybody's up to. Like it, it's, it's great, you know, like, and if I, if I would have grown up like with technology, the way that kids grow up now, like, I don't, I don't even know what kind of person I would be. You know, like, I think I can't, I can't even fathom it. Like, it's crazy how, like, that, 
like just growing up without like technology like at my fingertips how much i feel like that affected me in the long run just realized this fucking looks like piss but it's not kind of tastes like piss though so i put put some whiskey and i had some sweetened um lemon uh, sparkling water and that mixture of the lemon and the fucking whiskey well it's actually peach whiskey so i think that's where i fucked up but i don't know it tastes like piss and looks like piss but hey uh i had a long day so i fucking treat myself to a little bit of whiskey love mate i don't fucking know but yeah uh i i think just that having this type of childhood i had like really impacted me a lot and like the thing also is like I did my fair share of like like video games and stuff, but it was always for like a little while and it was never like on the internet. It was never it was always with my cousins, you know? And like we all played soccer outside either way. But I mean everything that happens in childhood is like impactful to how you grow up. Like obviously how you grow up, you know, like if you were if you went through some traumatic shit, you're probably pretty fucked up. Or if you went through, I don't know, like, fucking the worst things I could think, I don't know why I always think of, like, really, like, very dark things when I think about, like, shit that could happen to people. But I guess the reason why I do that is, like, that's, that's my way of covering, like, all the bases of what could happen to somebody. Like, if I think of the absolute worst... They're like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I'm like, okay, so it's 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 a little bit of a, a dichotomy, if you must, of uh, knowing that it could have been bad, but it's not, you know? But I just, I don't know. I always, always look back at my childhood, and I don't, I had a good childhood. I mean, I'm not saying I hate my life now or anything. It's, it's, uh, it's all right, you know? It's improving either day every day you know things are changing but uh yeah i'm i'm pretty 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 glad i had the childhood i had like i had i mean not a lot of people can say this and it's not like me i guess bragging or anything or like trying to make anybody feel bad but i grew up with both of my parents they're still together i didn't grow up in a very um uh, you know, uppity neighborhood, like, I grew up in, in the hood, you know, but even still, like, and th that's the other crazy thing, like, gr growing up in, like, I guess the hood, it's, like, you see a lot of things, like, a lot of, like, you see a lot of things that make people mature fast, you know, and I think more or less I had to grow up faster than some of my peers because of, you know, some, some, situation you know and maybe i'll talk about that situation later on like it's nothing like i didn't get fucking molested or anything it's just like uh something else you know like maybe i'll maybe maybe if i start like a fucking uh patreon i'll i'll talk about that or if you guys want to know just hit me up on the socials or comment you know build that report but given that circumstance i i feel like i had to mature like a little bit faster than the rest of my like my peers and also given the fact that i 
I wasn't born here, you know, like, so I don't really have that much family on this side of the, of the world. <laughs> like, I have a couple of uncles and some of my cousins, you know, the ones I grew up with, but the majority of my family is in Mexico, you know? So, yes, I grew up with my parents, but I didn't grow up with, like, that love and tender care from, like, a grandparent, you know? Like, fucking the last time I saw my grandparents was fucking 20, what, 23 years ago, give or take. And I was a kid. I was a fucking baby, if anything. Like, I was like three years old or some shit like that. Three or four. I don't know. And then, they're already dead, you know? Like, I, I, I always, I always envy that for people. Like, that's, that's the thing that kind of, like, I guess, you know, fucked me up in the long run. Like, I always, I would always hear people being like, oh, my grandma, my grandma this, my grandpa, I love my grandparents. And I always kind of felt kind of in the shadows, you know, like, I wish I would have felt that, you know. And, like, the way my, my parents talk about their parents, it's like, fuck, you know, like, I wish I would have fucking grown up with that kind of love, you know, grandparent love. And, but it's just circumstantial, you know, that's just the way things are, you know. We can control over it. We can't control it, but you know, it kind of shapes my idea of how I kind of want my family to be in the future. You know, like hopefully, like I have, I get to see my grandchildren. You know, hopefully, I get to have kids before I die, get married. You know, all that stuff. Hopefully, I do. I I don't know if I will. I'd like to, but you know, it's life. Um, but yeah, I also feel like that kind of like. That's kind of one shitty thing about, like, my childhood. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if you grow up with parents, if you didn't grow up with your parents and you grew up with your grandparents, like, that's so fucking dope, you know? Um, what's another thing about fucking childhood? Fucking <laughs> making friends was always, like, a, it's still to this day. But mainly when, when, you, when I was a kid, like, it always fascinated me, like, like, some people are just, like, naturally liked, you know? Like, some people just want to be around certain people because of the way they are. And some people, it's harder for them to, like, make friends. And it kind of sucks for those people, you know? Like, those kids. So, um, I always tried to make friends with, like, like the quiet kids when I was, like, in, in elementary school, middle school. And But I think I was also, like, a very social butterfly, you know? I grew up very outspoken... Up until I was like, eh, up until I became an adult. After that, I kind of, eh, eh, actually take it back. Up until probably a few years ago, I was pretty outgoing and shit. But, because people suck, you know. Anyway, that's not the point of this conversation. But yeah, making friends. And like, it's funny, because like, you make friends when you're a kid that you think you're going to have for the rest of your life. You know, like, kids in your class, kids in your neighborhood. And stuff like that but you know like it's it's they're just there to like make memories with you know and that's actually something i feel like a lot of people forget about you know not of course not everything is permanent and not everything is meant to last but it's meant to make an impact on your life for the allotted time it was given right so yeah life lessons not everything is meant to last so enjoy it and when it's gone don't cry about it just accept it there's no point in crying over spilled milk and 
it's funny because when I was a child, my dad, I remember, I can't remember exactly what we were talking about, but I just remembered he, he looked at me and he was like, sometimes things happen in life, but if whatever happens has a solution, don't worry about it. If whatever happens doesn't have a solution, don't worry about it. Because if it's have a solution, it's going to get fixed. So there's no point in worrying about it, because it will get fixed. And if, the, if it doesn't have a solution, then there's no point in worrying about it, because it's never going to get fixed. It's just pretty much a waste of time. So I think that's pretty cool. I think that was pretty pretty solid life lesson that my uh, dad gave me when I was a kid. Uh, what else happens when you're a child? Going through fucking puberty? That's fucking insane. Like, I, I think, I think it's a, like in fourth or fifth grade when like teachers take you or they separate the boys from the girls. And after that, I remember when it happened to us, uh, at least in my class, uh, they took us into like, uh, I don't remember if it was the auditorium or where it was, but they, they took all the boys, right? And then they told us to you're going to experience changes in your body and this, this, and that. Don't freak out. It's part of nature. You're going to grow hair. Your voice is going to change. You're going to hit growth spurts and all this other fantastic shit. <coughs> and for the guys, for the boys, it's not that bad, you know? Like, they just tell you, yeah, uh, you're going to grow hair on your nuts and run your dick. And you're going to want to have sex. But with girls, fuck. I remember one of my friends, she came up to me after she had, they took all the girls in. And I was like, dude, what what they tell y'all? Because I was like, I was, I was like curious, you know, like after what I just fucking was told was going to happen to my body. I was like, well, what was going to happen to the girl's body? And this chick literally just told me, she's like, I'm going to bleed for my private parts for the rest of my life. And she looks so broken. I felt so bad. So <laughs> I think that's like another thing that like really like affects like <laughs> people as kids. Cause like, you know, it's 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 nature, you know? But at least you were prepared, somewhat prepared. Uh but um being a black sheep is also like a weird thing as a child. Cause like no matter what happens, like you're gonna stick out. Like it could be for whatever reason. Like you could be like hella weird. Uh, sorry, my cat is just acting kind of weird. Shadow, come here. You guys want to see my cat? I'll show you my fucking cat. Come here, buddy. Hey, buddy. Say hello to the camera. This is my cat, Shadow. I've had him for... Um, I've had him for quite a amount of years. Uh, I got him in 2015. So it's been seven years. I've had this fucker for seven years. I got him as a baby, too. Uh, but yeah, like, black sheep, for whatever the fuck reason, like, people are black sheep in their family. Like, it's, it's pretty interesting, because, like, there's people, like, there's kids that, like, you obviously look at and you're like yo that's he's different from his family you know but not in a bad way you know like he's just he just stands out but then there's some people that 
you don't know they're the fucking black sheep until you toss them. And then you're like, okay, I can see why you're different. It's kind of it's kinda cool, you know? It's like those undercover um, weirdos, you know? Meant that in a good way. It's okay to be weird. What else happens in your childhood? Oh, yeah, going through puberty. I didn't finish that fucking thought. Um, it's funny because, like, a lot of people uh, <laughs> went through puberty hella early. And I think I was one of those fucking people. I, uh, I remember I was 10 years old when I grew fucking pubes. And it almost felt like it was fucking overnight. Because I remember one day just waking up and just seeing fucking bush. I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And, like, I didn't tell anybody because, like, part of me was like, okay, everybody's going through it. Like, I was told. So there's really no point in me, like, telling people that, like, yo, I have pubes, you know? Because in my head, everybody had pubes. But, you know, it wasn't until year and a half later, two years, where my peers were like, yo, I finally got my pubes. And I was like, son, barely, dude. I've been having this shit for fucking two years, man. I'm a fucking pro when it comes to pubes. What do you want to know? No. But <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I, I hit puberty hella early. Uh, I hit puberty in a weird fucking way, though. Because I didn't fucking get tall. I'm not fucking a tall person. Um, I just grew a lot of hair at a young age. I remember I had a fucking, like, little mustache, like a peach fuzz mustache when I was, like, in third or fourth grade, I remember one of my teachers used to call me Bigotitos. It was cute. I had a huge crush on that teacher, too. That's another fucking thing about being, like, about childhood. Like, having a crush on your on your fucking teachers. Like, that shit's fucking insane. Like, like, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know what teachers feel, you know? Like, how do you, how do you go about that? Like, how do you break a fucking little kid's, like, heart and be like, yo, son, you're like, 20 30 years younger than me like there's no fucking way like you're a fucking child and i'm an adult but yeah man i remember i had a crush on my second grade teacher i remember her name her name was teresa flores we call her miss flores and uh, she was like the nicest fucking lady too oh man i loved her uh i remember i was i was just I was just the right height so that when I hugged her, like, my face was right in her tits. And uh, I used to love hugging her. But, uh, yeah, you know, I was a kid. I had a crush on her. And uh, funny enough, I ran into her. Uh, I don't know. I must have been, like, 20, and I fucked. No, I'm kidding. I didn't fuck. Uh, <laughs> I ran into her, like, I think it was, like, a KFC or something. And... Uh, she looked damn the same, dude. She looked exactly the same. I was like, yo, what's up, Miss Flores? And she just, like, stared at me. And she was like, ah, you're so grown up now. Oh, it was so nice. But, yeah, like, fucking the, the piece of shit teachers you had as a childhood, too, that also fucking sticks with you. Uh, there was this, this teacher. He was actually my fourth grade teacher. Uh, his name was Mr. Farras. And he was, like, the uh, the teacher that... He was a disciplinary teacher. So, when... And also... Oh, here's another fucking thing about, like, growing up when I grew up. My... I, I still got hit in school by teachers. You know? Like, not every teacher, but, like, some really did. Because, um... 
my mom, she would literally go to my fucking teachers and be like, hey, if you need to hit him, you can hit him. And I understand, like, well, I get it. It's not cool, but I get it. And because uh, I was like a very hyperactive child. Uh, I had ADHD growing up. Uh, I still kind of do. I mean, I still do, but it's like a little bit more manageable. Um, but like when I was a kid, it was like, it was really bad. Like I could never sit still. Like, like I got my work done like hella fast, you know, like I was one of the first people to always finish my shit. But then after that, I got bored. Like they wouldn't give me enough work for me to do to like stay still. So I would get bored. I would get up. I would walk around. I would fucking, I don't know, just talk. And uh, I would actually end up at that teacher's uh, classroom a lot. And it was like before I got to fourth grade, before he was my fourth grade teacher. Uh, so by the time I was in fourth grade, like he already knew me. So it was kind of kind of cool, kind of funny. And But yeah, the, this teacher, he used to fucking make you like, kind of do like a little like a squat type of thing. to where you're like squatting on the balls of your foot. And he would just like make you hop in place for like fucking like 20 minutes. Or like he would just make you walk or run the blacktop like fucking 10 times. Um... There was this one, well, these two punishments that he used to do. Like, you would just, like, hold books, like, on your hands. And, like, every, ever so often, he would just, like, add a book, add a book, add a book until, like, the fucking tower was up to here. And, like, when he felt like it was done, you were done, and he would just be like, all right, go back to your class. And there was another one where you would stick your arms out. And on the palms of your fucking hand, he would put fucking books as well. He wouldn't put as many books as, like, when you were holding it with two hands. But, like, just being like that for fucking, not even fucking two minutes with a fucking, like, three textbooks. Like, that shit hurt. And if you fucking dropped your hands, like, he would, like, smack you with a fucking ruler. And you would fucking lift that shit back up. Uh, but the funny thing is, he was, like, a, such a cool guy. Like, that's so wild. Like, he was so fucking strict, but he was so fucking cool at the same time. You know, like, I guess, like, everybody has, like, two sides for themselves. I don't know, bad way, but, like, you know, everybody has a good side or bad side. If you get on somebody's bad side, usually, actually, I feel the people, the nicest people have the darkest bad sides. You know, like, if somebody's super nice and they flip, yo, that shit's bad, dude. But that, and I think that's how he was. He was just, like, very strict. And he was, like, he had a mean mug. He looked like a fucking, uh, what's that fucking dog? Like a bulldog. But he was cool, you know? Um, and I wonder, like, I don't think, oh, fuck, definitely not now. Like, there is no fucking way, like, kids are still being, like, brought up that way. One thing, though, like, I am so fucking glad I never got sent to, like, a religious school because... Fuck that shit. I did have to go to, like, Sunday school, though, when I was a kid. That shit was weird because of, uh, I don't know. I, just, I stopped believing God when I was, like, a fucking child. Not a child. I was probably 11 when I was like, yo, this shit kind of doesn't make sense. But, yeah, that's another thing. You know, like, you, about childhood, you start to figure things out, you know, like, you see what makes people tick. You see how to get things your way. You start tiptoeing the line of delinquency. Um, a lot of firsts, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, those were the last episode. But anyway, a lot of firsts, you know? Like, 
yeah, that's just fun. Uh, but yeah, like I don't, I don't think like nowadays like kids are still growing up with that kind of punishment by their teachers, because I feel like fuck anything like hits the wall, you know, like use just as much as you fucking yell at a child, you're fucking probably getting fired, you know. But and funny thing is though, like Catholic school, Christian schools, usually from what I've heard, are the ones that like treat the kids worse, you know? And a lot of people end up being fucking shitheads when they get out of fucking uh, religious school, Christian school, Catholic school, whatever. Like, fucking Marilyn Manson, he went to fucking Christian school his whole fucking life. Now look at that guy. Man. <laughs> Religion sure did not fail him. <laughs> um, yeah, man, teachers. That's fucking wild. Like, you... you actually, no. One thing that always tripped me out was uh, looking at people that were like 20, 21, 22, and me thinking like, yo, they're adults. They have their shit figured out. But damn, when I hit 21, 22, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, I didn't have shit figured out. I still don't really have shit figured out. Like, maybe just a little bit, but just as much as the next guy, I guess. But yeah, that shit was also like fucking wild, you know? Um... What else happens in your childhood? Um, you have your first heartbreak, you know, like those little crushes you have on your classmates and stuff. Uh, a lot of people, it's like their first boyfriend, their first little girlfriends or whatever. Fucking, man, I was, I was a really early bloomer. I had my first kiss when I was in fourth grade at that teacher's fucking uh, classroom too, Mr. Parras. Uh, it was, like, towards the end of the year, right? And, you know, like, towards the end of the year, like, teachers just stopped giving a fuck. Right. So, it was towards the end of the year when teachers just, like, kind of stopped giving a fuck about what kids are doing. And uh, I don't remember exactly if the teacher had, like, gone out for the day, like, if he wasn't there or, or if he just stepped out. I think, no, you know what? I think it was that he had stepped out because, uh, right, so those is chick, right, like, the little girl I had a crush on, and uh, she was like, hey, like, I want to kiss you and stuff, and I was, like, nervous, and I just remembered uh, our little friends were like, well, go behind the desk, like, the teacher's desk, and uh, we'll keep a lookout to make sure, like, to let you guys know when he comes back, and we were like, all right, cool, 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 so we, like, hurry back to, to the desk, and uh, we're underneath the desk, it was, like, one of those old um, wooden teacher desks, like the massive fucking ones. And uh, we're just like in the leg area, right? So we're there and like our friends are like right there like being like, hey, come on, you guys kiss, kiss, kiss. And uh, I just remember looking at her and like super nervous. And I lean forward and she leaned forward and then, bam, my very first kiss happened. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was hella early in my life. Um, I don't know, I was a really early bloomer. Really early bloomer. But eh, it turned out fine. Uh, another thing about childhood that I loved and I miss <clears throat> is uh, Halloween. Like, dressing up, uh, meeting up with your friends, your cousins, siblings, whatever. Like, the whole fucking month of October, trying to figure out what you're going to dress up as, where you're going to go. And then finally going out, like, seeing all the fucking houses. Like, if you... If you want to go to uh, if you're gonna want to get 
good candy and like see really badass houses, you would go to like rich neighborhoods and stuff because they went all the fuck out, like huge mansions and shit. They always made like their own little scary, like uh, haunted house, like little trail leading up to their door. And sometimes if you got lucky, you got like full size candy bars. And I remember a few times they actually gave us money because fuck, I mean, it was early 2000s and shit. So people made like, it was, I don't know, inflation and shit, right? Um, but yeah, that shit was, uh, was fucking wild. I miss that shit. Um, what the fuck else happens when you're a child? Um, going to the doctor as a kid always sucked. It always made me nervous. Because, uh, well, the dentist more, dentist more than the doctor, I would say. Because the uh, dentist hurts a lot more. Like, and I never really, well, I, I've had a few, uh, like, surgeries running the stitches and shit, but it didn't, it didn't really hurt, you know? Like, I have scars and the stitches still, but... It wasn't as painful as going to the dentist. And the thing I hated the most about the dentist was when they would, uh, like, scrape in between your teeth to clean shit out, or when they would, like, drill in your teeth and shit to get, like, cavities out and shit like that. I fucking hated it. And then I fucking had braces. I wasn't really a child anymore. I was, like, a teenager. But, I mean, it's still part of my childhood. And uh, I had braces. So, fucking, if you don't have braces... Like, I guess you don't, I mean, you wouldn't understand, but the whole, like, the most annoying thing about braces is not just the pain, it's just that you can't fucking eat shit, and then, like, your mouth is always uncomfortable, and whenever you close your mouth, you feel like you're never closing it fully, because you have, like, so much shit, so you always, it always feels like you're trying to you know, overdo it, just to make sure your mouth stays closed, but it's always closed, it just feels like that. And I remember one time they didn't put the wire in my fucking braces right in the back. So in the back of your teeth, when you have braces, there's a little crown that goes in your teeth and it has like little, a little hook, right? And on that hook, usually they, uh, that's where they kind of tie the, the wiring around, right? And either they tie it around there or it like goes into like a little hole. I don't remember which one it was, but uh, point is it stuck out, and while I was asleep, and then it made a fucking hole in my mouth, and I remember I woke up like hella scared because like my face was sticky, and I looked down and I just see like a pool of blood on my fucking bed, and I freaked the fuck out. I'm like I feel my face. I'm like I don't have any cuts or anything, but like there's blood all over me, and then I just remember kind of like feeling my mouth around and like I just spit out blood. And then I did, I freak out a little bit more because the whole braces thing, I was like, fuck, maybe one of them fell out, one of my tooth fell out or something, one of my teeth. And so I rushed over to the restroom and I just look and I just see fucking blood like just coming through the back of my mouth, like in my gums area. Like, it just like scraped the fucking hole, dude. That shit was fucking terrible. And then having to wear the little rubber bands that go from one tooth to another tooth, that shit was fucking annoying. Uh, but yeah, I... I um, Dentists, they just, I don't know. And they're, and then when they numb your fucking mouth, the fucking huge ass syringes they use just to fucking, uh, yeah, fucking, at least for me, dentist was a lot worse of an experience than going to the doctor. Because uh, at the doctor, when I was a kid, I broke my, broke my arm twice when I was in Mexico when I was like three. 
and then again here when I was five or six, five or six. And I broke it in the same spot, and it looks kind of fucked up. I might show y'all at some point. Um, but yeah, I had like fucking, I think 13 stitches. And then when I was in kindergarten, uh, there was a ball stuck in a tree. And it was recess, and we were all just trying to get it down. So we're just throwing shit at it. Uh, well, no, I wasn't part of the kids that got the ball stuck in there. I saw it. And then I tried to walk away from it or past it, but somebody threw a rock and it landed on the back of my head. And I just remember getting hit in the head and I was like, fuck, that hurt. And then I was just holding my head, my, like, where the fucking uh, rock landed. And I'm walking to the teacher because I was like, yo, this shit hurts. And then somebody's like, there's, like, something red. And I'm like, what? And I see my hand is just fucking covered in blood. And I freaked the fuck out and I just started crying. And I think that was when I was like, I was kindergarten, so five, give or take. And then I, I remember I had to call my dad, and then he had to come pick me up from school, take me to the doctor, and then they just stationed me right up. And uh, it's funny, because uh, I, I can never find that scar whenever I look for it. But it's like, I don't know if it was up here, back here, or somewhere back there, though. And uh, funny enough, probably a year and some changes later, uh, I remember we were, I was at church with my parents, and it was after Mass, and, like, my mom wanted us to take pictures in front of the altar. So me and my sister, we go up there, we were at the foot of the altar, they are taking pictures, and then my mom's like, go up the stairs, the little steps, and then get closer to the, I don't know, wherever the fucking priest does the whole Mass thing. And uh, as I was going up, I missed one of the steps, and I just each shit and right away like I think it's on, on somewhere on this side fucking scar that's where I fucking landed and then I just get up and just right away just blood and I was like fuck that's when I started actually I think that's when I kind of started questioning like religion and shit like how the fuck like I'm in your fucking holy place god and you fucking let this shit happen to me I'm only a fucking kid um, but yeah, it was, it was a trip, but yeah, that's, I mean, it didn't really hurt that bad, like, uh, yeah, I just fell, it hurt, I got stitches, and then that's it, they didn't, nothing really painful, but other than that, um, yeah, no, yeah, just fucking dentist, I fucking hate the dentist, and I just, I take really good care of my teeth, so I don't have to go back to the fucking dentist, you know, I have insurance for it, which is, Kind of redundant. Hmm. Anyway, I guess that's part of uh, adulthood, which is probably going to be a, a different episode. Um, another thing, I've always found it funny that a lot of people always say, like, coffee is not good for children. So, like, for the longest time, I think that's why so many fucking people nowadays drink so much coffee. Because when they're kids, uh, every adult is like, no, you can't drink coffee, you're a kid, this is that. But... In actuality, I don't think there's any fucking thing wrong with coffee. I mean, of course, you're going to have a fucking hyped-up kid, but other than that, I don't think it'll cause any, like, internal damage health-wise. Um, but, yeah. I, and then finding out, like, that you, like, you can get a reaction from 
like adults by what you say like wanting and learning to crave like that kind of attention from from adults and your peers is kind of also like a very weird thing because like i don't know if like everybody when you're a kid you always want attention and it's weird it was not weird it's uh it's it's interesting i need to stop saying it's weird when things aren't weird weird or just interesting i don't know but that whole the just kids always wanting attention like it always fascinates me because it goes away sometimes but sometimes it doesn't you know and then you have um adults that are also still always wanting to have attention and sometimes when kids want a lot of attention i'm guessing it's from a very huge lack of attention from their parents which is a really fucked up situation to be in um but doesn't always have to be that way uh sometimes people just like attention like fucking look at me i'm fucking sitting in front of my fucking phone recording myself talking to literally no one yet until this shit comes out just for fucking attention isn't that fucking weird i don't know i still have trouble trying to accept it as a whole and for what it is but yeah like kids would do wild shit like i would do wild shit when i was a kid just for attention uh i remember i was i was always the the wildest child of my cousins in in our little group um yeah i don't know it's weird i just always wanted attention and then also like i didn't fit in when i first came to the u.s because i wasn't from here you know so like having to like gain the, the respect of my cousins and like wanting them to like me and shit and wanting like everybody to like me because i'm not from here and i have to show you guys that like hey i'm a cool kid just because i'm not from here doesn't mean you know you have to treat me like a weird fucking kid even though i was a weird kid but yeah that whole fucking fitting in thing like that shit just never goes away like <laughs> it's uh it, it goes on for fucking ever and then leads into adulthood and you just still don't know where to fit in how to fit in so you just kind of wing it and then you find people across like along the way that make you feel like you belong somewhere and it's nice so i guess it does go away but everybody's temporary so once those people go away you're you're lost again you don't know where to go you don't know where you belong and yeah <laughs> and on that depressing note i bid you guys a good night don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on this video. Uh, everyone on social media. Thanks for all the love that you guys showed me in the last episode. And a uh, huge shout out to everybody across the world that tunes in and listens. Um, that shit is insanely fascinating how far this shit gets. Uh, but yeah, see you guys next time.